conversate for a few. Hustle, welcome. Man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast 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 Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. <laughs> Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? Oh. Uh, Going down our list of topics, I think we need to touch on the Bengali and hip hop. Ah, it sounds like a plan. Really, it sounds like you had a, a hitch in your giddy up, man. When we first got started, yeah, man. I can't. I didn't remember what show I was on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I had to recalibrate boy. my thinking. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So we talk about these. Uh, I think I, I, I think we got to it a couple of weeks ago, man. We was talking about all these beat battles, right? And uh, the levels of producers that we got, and it seemed like when people started discussing the Puff versus Dre level um, of battle, it was like, okay, you had your classic beat makers, but this is like what we consider Svengali level, you know. And I think we had talked about kind of just discussing what that means you know Mm -hmm. yeah with the people but in my you know research for the for the conversation man i came across what the true definition of a spengali was and i realized if we'd have had this conversation just off the cuff yeah it's probably some people out there that would have been like yo them boys don't know what the hell they talking about yeah you know what I mean? So I'm glad, you know, because I think I think we can have this conversation in two different ways based on the information I found in my little research. And the information I found is literally just the definition. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you have it pulled up or do Yeah, I do. Okay. Um let's see, I, I got one pulled up. So you read yours and I'm gonna read the one I got after you do. See if they the all same. Right. It says uh person who exercises a controlling or mesmeric influence on another especially for a sinister purpose okay yeah very very similar to what i have a person who manipulates or controls another especially by force of personality Mm. for malicious purposes by force of personality Mm. okay now that's i think that's an important part for part of this discussion force of personality you know what i mean uh, mm. damn it! I probably could have ended up being one of these people. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful how you use your person. You absolutely do have to be careful, especially once, especially once you know you have like, you know, some type of uh, impact 
and right. people look to you for certain things or you have even if it's unintentional you just have a certain influence which a lot of people with star quality do usually have mm-hmm. it, it's funny because a lot of times people find themselves with star quality but not star attributes mm. you know what i mean and i think yeah. those people i think those people was easy for them to find themselves in svengali situations you know yeah. what i mean because if you got the qualities of a star you have you can attract right the, the, you can attract the energy you just can't necessarily do the output you know what i mean but being able to attract it and having that personality it, it makes you able to bring people in and get people to trust you and you can use people that do have those talents to get you where you're trying to go and i think that's right. what a lot of these people did a lot of yeah. i think i think what that's what a lot of one side of a spengali does right um, and I'm gonna name some people that I think may be on that side of the list. And some of these people ain't from hip hop. Some of these people are right. Okay. <clears throat> and this ain't to step on no toes, but I think a lot of people will agree. Uh, Lou Pearlman was a Svengali. Lou Pearlman is responsible for NSYNC and Backstreet Boys, and he robbed them boys blind. Um, wow. Bat, uh, Birdman. Bro. <laughs> I think okay. it's a, I think it's a Svengali in the same way that Lou Pearlman was, right? Uh-huh. Uh, completely robbed Cash Money until they left and then robbed Wayne until he left. It's just true. You see what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no if and buts about it. Like, that's just what happened. Um, mm. uh, shit. Ike Turner was a Svengali. You know what I mean? That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, Ike Turner was definitely a Svengali. He created what we know what we know as early Tina Turner. Yeah. The second iteration of Tina Turner, when she came back as a pop artist, like an 80s pop artist, that was something completely different. But the Tina Turner that, that most of us know, the... Uh, uh, you know, the right. high energy tenor turner that we know from back in the day. That's that was Ike's Svengali creation. You know what I'm saying? Uh Rick Rubin, I don't think he robbed anybody, right? Not financially, but he robbed the Beastie Boys of their natural aesthetic and placed them in Puma suits and placed them in and gold chains and and placed them over boom basket beats because they were a punk rock band. They okay. were not rappers. You see what I'm saying? He's yeah, got yeah. that whole situation. But I think that iteration is closer to the the way we would have described the Svengali. Right, right, right. It's really the the somebody that takes an artist, uh, uh, un, it takes a piece of coal applies the pressure, makes the diamond, gives it all the polish that it needs, and then presents it to the world. Musically, aesthetically, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's what we, but not necessarily in a malicious way. Right, right. I think that's what we were speaking about, but the true meaning of the word is a little more malicious. That's why I ran that, that list down to get to kind of where we are. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not necessarily talking about the ones that's Foul like Scooter Braun is a Svengali. He took Bieber from nothing to complete 
superstardom. Right. You know, Puffy took Big. If I, I promise you, Big was dumb nice, but Big was not gonna be a star without Puff. I promise you that because mm-hmm. Big wasn't gonna pick the right songs, not to make him a star. They were gonna make him yeah, a I dope rapper. That. They were gonna make him a dope rapper, maybe even a legendary rapper. I'm not saying he wouldn't have been that, but a star. He was never gonna get there without Puff picking the right songs. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. Spengali shit. You see what I'm saying? I didn't agree with that. Right. Yeah, I, th- I think most people would. I think most people being honest with themselves would. Right. I mean, but you look at any kind of major, major um, person of that caliber doing it in the high caliber or whatever their feel is, if they perform it to the highest caliber, is be- it was not just because of their talent. Fact. It's definitely because someone else had some input somewhere on the line. Like, of course, right now, The Last Dance has been running, right? Uh-huh. This series on Michael Jordan. But Michael Jordan um, would not, he would have been crazy nice, but he wouldn't have ultimately become the player that he um, became if he didn't have the coaching he had. Mm-hmm. You know, what's funny is I've actually heard Phil Jackson be referred to as a Spengali. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, okay. I've I've heard that before because because it doesn't it doesn't always apply to music. It just right. so happened that the story originated as a as a musical tale. Yeah. You know. Uh, so maybe just to run down what the tale was real quick, huh? Yeah. Go so, ahead. go. You want to do it? Nah, I want to. Yeah, I want you to do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. The um. So. It is said that the tale comes, it was a long time ago. I think it was a musical. Um, Let's see. It was a musical based on a novel in 1894 called Tribly. The novel's called Tribly by George Du Maurier. I know how to say Maurier because I drink Grand Maurier from time to time. So it's George Du Maurier. I know that's right. and basically, there was a young man, and his name was Spengali. And young, brooding dude, slim but handsome. And there was this young girl in the town named Tribly, and everybody loved her. She was, like, just full of joy, full of life. And Spengali got hold to her and turned her, <laughs> just word up, he got hold to her and turned her to what they called a dead-eyed, pop singer and she just gained like international fame but basically he took her soul from her and wow. just made her follow mm-hmm. and, and and created a star for his own benefit mm-hmm. so the term Svengali was this young dude's name that, that tricked off Tribbly mm-hmm. you know so sounds a lot like the Pied Piper too <laughs> yeah, but the but the thing is, like a puff, like, well, well, like I don't any. Mm, see, it's this is like a a thin line between being the definition, mm-hmm. one, and then the 
general term that is used. Right. It's a thin the colloquial. Line there. The colloquial mm-hmm. term. Yeah. It, it's yeah. a thin line there, man. <laughs> so that's what that's what we're gonna do on this show here. Is we gonna, we gonna place people on that line. We're gonna place people either on the line or on the right or wrong side of that line. Yeah, yeah. Right? So we got Svengali at the top. And then we got definition, right? Uh-huh. And then colloquial. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Down the middle. Some people going to be on the line, I think. Yeah, I, I think most will because it's, a, it's business music. But even if it's music business, people... Like a lot of what people are doing, I'm not saying they're not trying to help the artists, but they also are not doing it if they don't think it's going to benefit what they're doing, their brand or their company. Right. But see that okay, that maybe that's where we might draw a little bit of a thing. That yeah. in my opinion doesn't put you on the line or on the the definition side of the line because it's business. You see what I'm saying? As right. long as you do fair business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, then I still think if your goal was to do like Dr. Dre, you see what I'm saying? Like it was still business. He yeah. still got his cut. I guarantee you. But you don't hear nobody walking away from that saying that they didn't that they got beat. Right. But I guarantee you, he did business music over there. Oh, for sure. You see what I'm saying? Not even music business. Like, he did business music over there, I'm certain. Especially mm-hmm. after he left NWA situation. Everything after that was business music. Mm-hmm. He took care of himself. You sure he did, you know? But but he probably, that doesn't mean he did that in spite of anybody else. So that would put you on the side to me for him as a true Spengali. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. As, for sure. Yeah, like the colloquial sense. He take you know, a, a dominant in the rough, polish that uh-huh. bad boy up, present it to the world musically better than it could have ever been presented. With no, with, with, with seeming, I, shit. Even when Snoop left, Snoop left Death Row, he didn't leave Dre. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I put Dr. Dre on the colloquial. He's probably one of the top. Yeah. On the, on the, you know what I'm saying, the good side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the good side. You know, they talk crazy about Puff, man, but even after after like after the dust settled, mm-hmm. even the locks gave give it give it up to Puff. Yeah, because they said that they should they really should have familiarized themselves with the business side more. Mm-hmm. And that what he did wasn't wrong. I mean, that's basically what they said. And even if it was, they should have handled it different. Right. Maybe that's, you know, I don't know. But to me, I hear them saying that Puff didn't do nothing to us. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, I went back and and listened to, this is a couple weeks ago. It's funny this comes up. I was listening a couple weeks ago. You know how they do the classic conversations from the radio. Yep, yep. And uh, <laughs> he was listening to talk about the contract. Yeah, Puff, Puff yeah. did the whole thing about the contract, bro. And then uh, <laughs> your boy, um, 
C's called in, but he called in when the locks was talking. Was like, yo, he ain't really appreciate how Puff was handling on um, big contract and shit. And man, Biggie Mama called in, dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Biggie called Biggie Mama called in and said C need to shut his mouth because everything Puff was doing was above board and that it was they was doing good business and you know what I'm saying she was he was taking care of the legacy so I don't know how people still like he'll never be able to get the dirt off his name after it was tossed on it but there's been several situations where his name's been cleaned up business wise yeah you know what I mean yeah like, I get it's, you. It's, I think he gets a bad rap. I don't. <laughs> I don't know who he beat. Who did he beat? I. I mean. I think it's a lot of niggas. I don't know. People are gonna a- mention G Dep. They're gonna mention G Dep. Black Rock. Like they're gonna mention. Okay. Okay. See, that's I, I, I that's what I was about to say. All that of I'll... their dip. You know what I mean? Their specific mm-hmm. contracts and what they agreed to. Or because he tricked them into, you know what I mean? There's a difference because there's a difference between you not having as successful a career as you thought you were gonna have and yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. beating you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, that's you yeah, see that's what I'm different. saying. And I don't hear, I don't, I can't tell where them niggas got beat. You see what I'm saying? They just didn't, they just didn't, they weren't viable to him as product as long as they thought they was gonna be. And at a point, he moved on faster than they thought he was. He was that he was gonna move. I think that's what they mad at. But getting beat, I don't know. If that's what happened. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, the the I contract's I, I, detail. Right. I so. guess I had. I guess what I'm saying is, the story that I hear them telling ain't them getting beat on Bad Boy. Like I don't hear them saying Puff took my money. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, I do hear them telling the story. It's just not mm-hmm. that Puff took my money. Uh-huh. But that's kind of what the, the locks was saying. You know, they saying they was dumb. Because, you know, the whole thing with the publisher. And yeah. how they had a publisher. So we know that's money. So that, But they signed off on it. They was just ignorant of what they were signing. And they, they didn't understand the music business at the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you would put Puff on the line. Uh, yeah, Puff is on the line. <laughs> Yeah, you put Puff on the line. Yeah, I'll okay. put him on the line. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I wouldn't put him on the line. Okay. I would. I would put him. I would put him more on the good side. Cause I, I, me personally, just I, I have him on him. the line, but leaning more toward the good side, not the bad. But I'm just saying. All yeah. right, what, you're all nice now. Watch. I it. got. I feel you. I got both F's on. I got F F Y on the good side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if we gonna spell the whole name, I need I didn't put the F down the middle. I put F F Y on the good side. Nah. How about that? <laughs> but um, but I understand why I, I I totally understand why Puffy would be considered on the line though. You know what I mean? Like totally get it. And since I totally get that, I'm gonna go ahead and put Birdman over here under the definition. <laughs> ah, I need to go ahead all the way. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna have so, no conversation okay, so, with you. So, so all right, all right, but just from what you know, what is the difference? Like, how how does he go all the way over? Because Birdman ain't never had no intentions on doing nobody right. You ain't never heard nobody double back and be like, "Yo, Birdman did the right thing." Hmm. Okay. Ever, ever. I mean, Birdman and Juvie did do like a. a but I mean, I put it to you this way. 
Birdman said a long time ago, they all they they always gonna be cash money and they all gonna come back. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think he understood that because he realized that there was gonna be a time where they wasn't gonna have no choice. Oh, because of business. Because of business, you ain't gonna have no choice but to come back. I know how these contracts are set up. As long as you want to eat, you'll be back. And eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's I, I not a good way. <laughs> yeah, it's just something about I, I don't trust Birdman as much. As, I don't I don't trust Birdman as much as I do Puff. Puff ain't never calling them niggas his son, dog. And then had one of them be like, "Yo, that same dude that said yeah, yeah. you that they called you father, say you owe him fifty one million. Dang. Nah, yeah, that's yeah." You all the way the definition, and you and you had you had this dude in a contract since he was eleven. You ain't supposed to owe him nothing, right? There's a, there's no circumstance under which you should owe this man money, and you didn't have him under contract since he was eleven. Yeah, yeah. At this point, y'all should be partners. Y'all should True. be splitting everything to come. You shouldn't owe him anything, bro. Eleven. That's, that's facts. I agree with that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody said they owe Puff owed fifty one million. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm pretty sure it wasn't nobody over there that garnered fifty one million worth of <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Too. You know, not no individual artists, yeah. Other than yeah. big Mace, maybe. Mace, I don't know, Mace did numbers. Yeah, Mace did yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mace did numbers. <laughs> did I mean, numbers. Mace still run around t- talking about Puff on him though. Right, and but it's the funny thing, you know. Always, I won't say always, but generally, what it is before mm-hmm. the three sixty deal, it's always the people talking about the publishing. Well, yeah, it's, that's always when what well, they're when talking they, about. That's, well, when they oh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, sorry no, no, to cut you off. I'm just saying, even Mace when he says it, that's what he he's talking about too. Well, in the music industry, when somebody that's put it that's where the money is. Yeah. It's in the publishing. That's the publishing is the ownership splits of the song. That's the easiest way to explain it. You know what I mean? Publishing is where the owner is the the splitting of the ownership of the song. And if the person that you signed to own a whole lot of the song, that means you don't own much of the song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's simple. You know what I mean? And just for sake of this conversation the locks were saying that puff owned 80 percent of the publishing and he was saying he owned 40. Mm. you know what i mean and 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 on the radio they were both saying that they were presenting contracts and the locks contracts i guess the number said 80 and puff contracts did say 40 so i don't know what the hell was going on there yes but uh yeah that was kind of nuts but it yeah. seems as if that, that group worked it out. Yeah, I mean? they worked that's it out. That's my point. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of that's kind of my point. Like at a point, you have to realize that either either somebody was beating you and they did something that was unfair to you, or you did something like you said you didn't realize was happening. And after you at the research, you realize it really wasn't that un- unfair. You just didn't know it was happening. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, oh man, let's have this conversation. If Rick Rubin, right, and 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 the story goes that after 
after Bad Boy, not Bad Boy, after the Beastie Boys, yeah, got done with they contract at Def Jam, they got the hell out of there because they didn't want to be, they didn't want to be represented that way. That's not who they were. Mm. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I honestly, uh, far as the Beastie Boys go, I didn't know they felt that way. They didn't like how the business was being done or how they was being presented. I didn't know that. I didn't know about their concerns at the time. Right. I didn't either. No, I didn't either when it was... I guess to say... I really didn't either when it was... uh, When they left Def Jam. But you know, I will tell you this also. They They are a legendary group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like legendary for sure and license the ill I, I think was the first album i ever bought you know what i mean the first tape i ever bought yeah mm-hmm. the full joint but by the time they left Def jam i was no longer checking for them so i don't know when the hell that happened right it wasn't like an announcement to me you know i was off them by then yeah. Shit. I I was probably I was off them by the time like I I was trying to still love Beastie Boys because of nostalgia when like they dropped the Shadrack joint. Uh huh. You know. Um. So maybe it was a bigger deal than I really realized. So they. I'll read this. Uh, look, as well as the young Rick Rubin. Uh. Okay. He was. Rick Rubin was instrumental in transforming the Beastie Boys from hardcore kids into a hip-hop phenomenon. He gifted them the big drums of their early sound. He bought them matching Puma track suits. Uh, but the Beastie Boys would grow to resent his outsized role and, and his egging on of boozy frat boy at antics. In order to rescue themselves of Rubin's control, they would quit Def Jam in its iconic prime and run off to California. Hmm. It's like shit. That's crazy because the Shadrack Shadrack album might not even have been on Def Jam. Not that you know what I mean. Yeah. Not that I'm thinking yeah. about it. You gotta look that. Yeah. yeah. Man, I it's so funny because I I didn't know to this day until you mentioned it. They they didn't really like how they was. Um, being portrayed. I didn't either, yo. That's just wild to me. I never knew that. I did not either. Like, I, it, it's just not something that was... But that's... But that is... Uh... Svengali. There you go. That's a Svengali. <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get. Dang. Wow, I I don't even know what what album this is on. Like, yeah, it was on Capital. It was on Capital. Okay, and yep. they, and they was out in Cali at that time when it dropped. Yep, yep, it was on Capital. That's crazy. That's wild. Okay, huh? Ain't that something? 
Svengali. I did that's the thing, you don't know how much of a Svengali these people really are. Like some of them are obvious and some of them some of them are, like JD is an obvious Svengali. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Jermaine Dupree is an obvious Bengali. Crisscross. Uh Escape the Brat. Um Bow Wow. He he's gonna he continue to do it over and over and over again. Right. And, and no nobody get beat over there. You know, I ain't never really yeah, heard nobody heard. talk about getting beat. But you know, it's uh he didn't talk about nobody getting beat, but when I when I listened to that interview he did with with uh T.I. on Expeditiously, right? Yeah. He he did make a joke about when artists realize how much money he actually do make, though. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, we ain't talking about getting beat, but maybe Escape felt some kind of way. And then they realized, oh, shit, J.D. writing all the songs and J.D. getting all the money. Yeah. He, he writing all the songs, making all the beats. So that 25% of the song that you own is because you sung it. Right. Hey, yeah, nothing you can do about the other percent. Hey, ain't mad about that neither. You let me write and produce your whole album and see who owned that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you see who owned it. You, but you don't know it. You don't know that. That's not something you know. That's something we know, but that's yeah, not yeah. something you know. You see what I mean? Like, it's that's strange. It seems strange. Because, you know, it's the disconnect. The performer, you feel like, is the one that brings everything to life. But right. It is, but, hey, we're going to keep finding performers until we find the right one for this song. And, cause, and if we found one right performer for this song, we could find two. Yep. That's the catch. I was listening to a song the other night. I was, you know, I was, we was talking about on live. I was playing stuff I didn't have no business playing that I don't even know it was authorized, right? <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> I was playing a song and listening to it. I remember the first time that song was recorded in the studio. <laughs> the, the first time, I know this is completely off the rails, right? But the first time it was recorded in the studio was in Pittsburgh, where we used to go. Right. Yeah, Way Vista out in the Point. cut. Vista Point. Yeah. yeah. Out at Vista Point, right? And the version just didn't come together. Just didn't come together. And maybe, two, it had to be, I didn't realize it was that much distance. This may be five years later. That song found a home on the album. Wow. And it's beautiful. You see what I'm saying? Like, it found the right artist got hold to it. But I remember both versions. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, DJ. And AK wrote and produced the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know. Who else you think we got is a. Uh... Do we name. Yo, where, let me ask you this. Where does Suge Knight fall? Mmm. Mmm. Where does Suge Knight fall in this? Suge Knight conversation. Is. I would say Suge Knight is more mogul or boss than Svengali. 
Because if you take Dr. Dre away from Suge Knight, is he even able to make a, a, a song? You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, so I don't, I just don't know. Like, so I think he's more of a exec. I think he's more, more of on the exec side. Now, don't get me wrong. I think some execs are Svengali's. I think Clive Davis is a Svengali by the terms that we use. Yeah. A musical yeah. Svengali. Not, not a, not a definition. You know what I mean? Right. But, but he's an exec. He don't do no music. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I just, I, I think, I think some people are just more execs, and I think some execs have a hand in the music. Like Puff was an exec; he just had, he owned, the, he ran the company, he just had his hand in the music. He was a music man, though. Some people are businessmen, some people are music men. Right. You know. Yeah. I see that. Okay. I was just interested in, in just getting your, your take on that. Yeah, I think I think that's how that would go for me. What would you say? You, how do you feel about Shug? Yeah, it was be, because I couldn't really, uh, I didn't really understand what he was doing. Mm. I didn't really understand his role. Okay. So I couldn't see because it wasn't like, you know what I mean, he crafted the idea of Pac. Um, and and this is how I'm going to use him because Pac was already Pac even though he transformed mm-hmm. into something different when he got the death row but I'm just saying he already had a career he already had songs right um, so I, and with Snoop you would attribute that to Dre right you see what I mean? Right. Like he was he was far before Pop, but you would assume you would attribute it to Dre. That's kind of why I say Suge was the businessman. He was, you know what I mean? Like, for the lack of a better word, he did terrible business. You know what I mean? Like, as far as pra- he had horrible business practices. Not to say he did terrible business because he was effective. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think musically he had much value at all. As far as how this conversation is, you know I mean? is how we having this conversation. I don't think he had any real musical value, right? You know, so I yeah. So you're not seeing what his value was. Mm-hmm. Is is if you're looking at the music, then you won't see it. It's almost like it's almost like the wow. Well, it's funny. It's like the opposite of Biggs. Biggs had a whole lot more musical influence at Rockefeller than you would imagine. Yeah, and it's funny. He definitely, definitely did. You know what I mean? It's like he was, he was, he was close to this. He was as close to Svengali level as Dame was. Yeah. At, at Rockefeller, you know what I mean? Even though Rockefeller, I don't think had a Svengali. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think it had. Had Rockefeller had anything close to a puff, Jay Z would have been a star before Jay Z was a star. Yeah. They got theirs out the mud. <laughs> That's you know fact. what I mean? That's they got theirs out the mud. It was completely different. Um, you know, yeah. So I don't know. Do we have any any so funny thing thinking about it, like your Jay Prince and your Tony Draper, people like that. I think I would put them in not that their business was bad, but I would put them in the same boat as I would put somebody like Suge. I, I, I would count them as more businessmen than I would music men. 
Yeah, absolutely. More business than music for yeah. sure. Yeah. More businessmen than music, man. So really not Svengali. You know what right. I'm saying? Even though like somebody like Birdman is both, but his brother is complete business, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know. Slim. Yeah. And you don't ever hear from this guy. No. <laughs> ever. You don't. It's like he quit the music business. Really, it seems like he quit it, but couldn't. Yeah. Oh man. I'm trying to think of some new ones, like some some. Are 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 there some new, new ones? Hmm. It's like, cause it seemed like the further you go back, the more puffs, shugs, like the more of those you find. Moving forward, it's. I'm not saying that there aren't any. Maybe yeah. there's just not as much because the shift on how music is done now or the shift on how music uh, new artists are found, things like that, and the way music is put out. True, bro. Like, are we, are we, is it over for the Svengali? In hip-hop. In hip-hop, I think, yeah. Because I think pop is always going to kind of have that thing. I'm going to tell you the truth, bro. Uh, somebody like Steven Victor is like I think in line to be the next Bengali. Okay. That that what they put their hands on because Steven Victor can't. Steven Victor, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, is the person that, that that brings us Travis Scott. Steven Victor is the person that was gonna bring us Pop Smoke. Um. Steven Victor is out there. Mm-hmm. He's like the the black Scooter Braun out here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I maybe he that guy. Okay. Um, I can't. Mm. I was thinking, was was Kanye like us? What was he? You know, was he a Spengali? But mm. I don't think Kanye put out enough. Yeah, that's what that, I was gonna say. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, there's not enough that we can point to. Right. Or at least I, I don't I don't feel like there is. Nah, I don't think so either. What that company which has a Let me tell you something. His Stephen Victor's management company is called Victor Victor, right? Mm-hmm. His his clients include Pusha T, and The Dream. And publishing clients include Young Keo, a producer of Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah, he getting it. Yeah. <laughs> Better on that. It. Yeah, he getting it. Yeah, he might be one of the ones. He might be one of the new ones. Yeah, and then who was the other guy that you mentioned? No, Stephen Victor was the only one I uh, mentioned. Who? 
he wasn't the, he, he wasn't the one uh he wasn't the one that he was saying was responsible for pop smoke Put, yeah okay okay got it all right yeah yeah, yeah same guy yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah he was he was heavily involved in pop smoke Um, yeah, so Steven Victor, uh, damn, and I had another name on the tip of my tongue, but it, it escaped me. Oh, it's written right here, Pop Smoke. I'm excited about the two newest signings, Pop Smoke and the producer of Old Town Road. Damn. So this, this article's old. He had just signed Pop Smoke when this article came out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he ran good music too for a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 the guy. Oh, Arnold Taylor. The dude with the baby. Yeah. Arnold Taylor may be next, yo. Who? Um, who else does he have? Tusi, uh, Tusi finna blow. Um, seven oh four chop, seven oh four chop. That's my name. I, I rock with him. Um, there's okay. a couple other people. I think Tusi from Raleigh, bro. I heard someone talking about Tusi from Raleigh. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Tusi from Raleigh. Uh, so I'm really rooting for him. But he hot. The first time I heard him, I didn't know he. I didn't even know he was signed to um, SCMG. But I went and followed him, and that's when I seen it was. I was like, damn, that nigga already got a deal. Uh, but yeah, he fire. I like too. Okay. Um, it's interesting that it happens like that, like the baby, and this is complete aside. Also, like the baby gets uh a gets popping right as little baby is going right mm-hmm. and Tusi is getting popping right as drake is coming along with this Tusi slide song that ain't got nothing to do with him yeah you see what i'm saying but i'm certain it's sending people to him yeah I, oh absolutely the, that's great for him yeah that's great cuz you know how many Times are going to be directed to him, looking for, looking for yeah. Drake, and they're going to find if he need he need to drop a Tusi Slide video every day. <laughs> yeah, I would be dropping a Tusi Slide video every day. Matter of fact, I would I would make people Tusi Slide to my song because I'm Tusi. Right, only makes sense. Yeah, I'd, I'd have been. I'd, it'd be a, it'd be five remixes for that joint already on deck. Yeah. But so that yeah, but um, I think Arnold Taylor man, maybe up. I would say QC, but to me, QC is more business. I don't I don't know what hand they have in the music sounding the way it does. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like uh, I, yeah, I don't know how much. I don't know how much they involved in the music making and, and the sound of it. With somebody like like JD, somebody like Puff, somebody like Rick Rubin, right. somebody like Dre, we know for a fact they influence the sound. Yeah. 
So I guess the easiest okay. way to put it is uh, Svengali's generally have producer-driven labels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the ones the that we mentioned. Definitely. Yep. All the way back to Barry Gordy. Like, the ultimate Svengali of black music, right? Mm-hmm. Got to be. Um, where does good music fall? See, that's why I said Kanye. You see what uh, I mean? But 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 in terms of producer-driven labels, because he's on both sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Let's just be objective, right? Uh-huh. Producer-driven labels. If we're gonna stack him up next to the greatest producers in hip hop, right? That we'll say was the greatest producers in hip hop. This Bengali level ones, Dre, uh, Dre, Rick Rubin, um, JD, Puffy, even Birdman, mm-hmm. Kanye label wise, what the label does, that nigga subpar as hell. Yeah, subpar as hell. Absolutely. So it's it's more like an artist driven label. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's a lot more like an artist-driven label. It's it's a lot more like an artist-driven label. Because all of the classics that you're going to name coming from good music come from Kanye. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is some artist stuff. Yep. Like, you might have projects from artists you love, like Pusha. And you know what I'm saying? Things like this, but the fact that they want good music, you almost think those projects are supposed to be better. Right. The majority of them are supposed to be better, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah, they should be. You know, really the only one to push a project that ain't supposed to be better is Daytona. And that's scary. Very. Very. So yeah, as far as as far as producer driven labels, um, we couldn't put Kanye on this list because he's not a he's not Svengali level. He's good produce, he's great producer level, but he ain't Svengali. Nah, nah, he's not that by any means. He no. <laughs> That's wild. I, you know what I mean? I'd imagine that he could have been. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Like I, I think I, I saw him as having the ability to be especially with the vision you know what I'm saying that he had but I just don't think he focused long enough on being that yeah I agree uh, because he, he's folk, because he's you know preoccupied so much with himself facts facts mm. yeah man so yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, that was a good one though. I, 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 damn, Kanye had a, had a chance to be that for sure. Yeah, he did. Cause anybody would have listened to that dude, right? 
anybody would have listened to him, but but I, I also understand if that ain't what you if that ain't what you want, then I understand not going down the path to be that. Just cause you got the you see what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Just cause you got the ability and you given the opportunity, you know what I mean? They gave him a label and all that. But if that ain't what you feel like you was put here for, I totally understand not stopping your process to do that shit. Yeah, right. So it ain't no knock on Kanye for not doing it. You know what right. I mean? In my opinion, anyway. Nah, yeah, I agree. And I definitely don't think that was in any of his plans at all to become that. Nope. You know what? You know it wasn't because Kanye told you every damn thing he was going to try and do. And that was never that was never mentioned. Yeah, that was never mentioned. <laughs> you can go back to Kanye interviews and Kanye tell you what he going to try to do, what his plan is. Straight out like that. He's getting ready to be the biggest star in the world and he's going to switch and I'm going to do my fashion shit. And I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Yep. Like he said that shit early. He ain't never say no way where well, I'm going to have the biggest record label and I'm going to put on the most artists. That's not what he said. No. That wasn't a goal of his. Nah. It wasn't his goal. They gave him the label and he used it to help people put people on. But his goal wasn't that when he came in the game. So the fact that we got any product from good music outside of Kanye is a miracle. It's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact. We weren't supposed to get nothing but yay. Mm-hmm. For real. Nothing but yay. But man. That's it. That's it. I don't know. You think we did enough on this one, though? Man? I think so. I think we definitely cleared up the term, the usage, and who falls on which side. Okay. And which right. is important. I, I think this conversation was necessary because when we double back and be like, yo, this is the Spengali level battle and all this, you know what I mean? I think people can understand what we're talking about and why we don't mention certain people. Right. Like, don't even hit us and be like, yo, why y'all ain't see? Yeah, such and such ain't no Svengali. Kanye ain't got no business battling puff. None at all. He gonna get blowed out. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. he ain't got no business doing that. Like, Kanye's supposed to battle somebody like, I don't know. (laughs) Who would Kanye battle? If Kanye was supposed to battle, like... If Kanye battle... Q-tip... Yeah, some yeah, someone along that line. Yeah, Q-tip actually, that would be good. That makes sense. See, well, the thing is, it has to make sense. I'm not saying that you gonna, you know what I mean, but it makes more sense right. than a puff. Yeah, you, you know what? You know what? It's, it's almost giving. It's crazy. almost giving. It's almost giving. Yay! Too much respect though. He's supposed to battle just Blaze or somebody. Even though he's done so much more than what just what you imagine Just Blaze has done. Yeah. And I yeah, I feel like yeah. But Q tip, like, you ain't made it the way you supposed to be battling Q tip. Q tip is a like a legend legend. Yeah, yeah. Like that's almost he's disrespectful. On, yeah, he's on a different level. Have, yeah, that's almost he's like he's icon status. You like you can't you don't get to battle Q tip. <laughs> You know what I mean? Premier would get the battle cube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, nah, that's a bad look. He don't get to do that. 
I don't know who, but he don't get to do that. <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a rarefied air. He is, is, man. He is. He is. But and but the thing is, I think he's only in the rap fight air because of how how well his rap albums did. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like take that away and let's just talk production. Is he in such a rap fight air? Not necessarily, no. Mm-mm. That's kind of my point. Is he really in such a rap? What has he done that Bink hasn't done? That's what I'm going to say. Or just Blaze. Like, so if you take right. rap albums away, then it, it places him kind of in that in the same realm with a lot of others. He has That's kind when, of when we do that, he has a lot more peers. Yeah, when you take his rap career away and just look at him as a, a, a producer, a music producer, and not the heights he reached as a rapper. Now, we can't count some of the songs that he produced as a rapper. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't take that away from him because it's part of his production. Right. So them songs is going to ring out, but we're not counting none of his fame as a rapper. He ain't really did that much more than... It shit, if you take his hits away, it might get real sketchy. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? If you take the hits he rapped on away, it might get real sketchy. Yeah. It'd be kind of different, you know. It might get really sketchy, bro. If you take all Kanye hits out of that equation, he can't play his own hits. He just got to play shit he did for other people. Yeah, it might get sketchy because a lot of them songs don't mean as much as a Kanye song, right? He's going to have some that mean a great deal, but it's going to be some that just don't mean as much, bro. And the Just Blaze ones is going to mean just as much as they did before. Which is what you have to compete with. Right. Right. But, yeah, either way. Like we said, I think we did enough on this one, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, you know. It's a good I Won't Spend Golly Talk, man. I enjoy it. I don't yeah. Know. But um, as usual, I'm gonna ask y'all to go to Facebook and Instagram. Uh, follow us at Conversate for a few. Uh, go to your favorite DSP. I don't care if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or Anchor, and make sure to subscribe. To Conversate for a few. Download the shows, man, so you can have them where you want to go. Whether you got Wi-Fi or not, you ain't got to use up all your little uh, what they call it nowadays, your little data. Data. You gotta use that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta use that up. Uh, rate the show, give us five mics, five stars, five bars, whatever you like, long as they out. Um, share the shit with your friends. Make sure they know we here. That's the only way they're going to know is if you let them know. Leave us some comments and let us know what you thought about the conversation. Uh, chime in. If we if we left some uh, Spengali's off the list, please let us know. And if we name some people that you don't think are any damn business on this list, please let us know that as well. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch. I promise it's coming. Uh, we are gonna get with Humble Goods, and we're gonna see if we can't get something out. You know, what I mean? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna contact them this week. We're gonna make that happen. Bro. Yeah, let's do it. You know, for sure. And with that being said, yo, I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This was a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.
hustle. Welcome, man, they had to send me Hustle from Raleigh, live from NC With your hosts, John and Allen Relate to the two You are now listening to Conversate for a few Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew They talking hip-hop from the late to the new From July till June end No Fridays for me, tune in Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.